myself, but I'm grateful for this next month in July because honestly, I get back to get to the root of things and start talking about the things that I've been studying and I'm excited to share with you. And just a reminder, you know, I am nobody's um, preacher. I'm nobody's super scholar. I'm really just somebody trying to navigate my life and it changes from day to day. Um, So today I really just want to talk about perception and hearing God and how do we really have proof of what an omnipresent God really is. So without further ado, this is Spiritual Sticky Notes and I'm going to share the things that stuck with me throughout this week. So this month, the the month of June, I, I prepare a month in advance. So in June, I was pre- preparing for July. And this month, I went on this journey through Moses. I went through these amazing things. And then when I got done, I realized that I gained so much, but I was not in a place to share. So I was frustrated and I really didn't understand what was going on. And I was just like, well, God... I'll wait. And it took me a long time to get to the place where I was comfortable with waiting to release things, waiting to put things um, out, waiting to share. Because I was just like, well, God, if, if you gave it to me, it must be meant to share. And the reality is that everything's not meant to be shared in every season. So um, I know we're talking about perception and everything, but I wanted to start out with, you know, hearing God's voice and knowing that, you know, the amount of hearing that we have, the more open our ears are, the clearer we see the things that God has for us. And I think the the more open my ears became, the more I realized that some of the things I were seeing weren't for everyone. So I kind of had to dial back. I had to readjust. And then I was just like, God, you command my fingers to speak because I was doing a lot of typing. I was doing a lot of reading and I was just like, God, command my fingers. So I started um, posting on social media and just kind of focusing on building relationships with people rather than just digging so deep in the word. Because I think people forget that part of being a Christian is not just studying the word every single day. It's not digging deep because in reality, we shouldn't be digging so deep that we make a new word out of the one that's already there, but rather we should be digging deep to meditate on the word so that we can build those relationships and essentially bring others to know who Christ is for themselves. Um, So with that being said, I was just like, you know what, God, fine. I'll I'll chill out for a while because I'll be honest, I was going a thousand and I wasn't really connecting with people. Like I was at my desk eight hours a day, just reading, working, you know, planning. And it wasn't all Bible study, but it was all like, I need to do this. I need to do that. And it wasn't who is surrounding me, who's around me. And I started, you know, posting and, you know, there were times where literally I would start typing and God would just say, oh, let me release this word. And it would be words that, you know, I wasn't ready to release, but God said he'll release it in this time. And um, I was thinking of one of them where I was talking about how there is a, a season in our life where, you know, Moses was called up to the mountain. 
and God told him to leave everybody at the bottom. And he was like, if anybody comes up to the top, that um, they would be struck by lightning. Like, this was not a small feat. This was a big deal. And I was just amazed by how God created boundaries. And I looked at my life and I was just like, if my God has boundaries, I should too. So I spent the whole month of June inadvertently. And in some ways, I didn't even know what was happening. But inadvertently creating boundaries in my life, making decisions where this person is allowed in my life, this person isn't allowed in my life, when I'm going to talk to this person, how I'm going to talk to this person, who do I need in my life? Because, you know, when Moses started going up the mountain, he went by himself, right? And then he went with Aaron. And then essentially he got to the point where he took 70 other people, leaders, elders, appointed people onto the mountain with him and when they're on the mountain God commands him who to bring to what point okay so the reality is there are some times where we have to understand that someone we can't bring up in this season can come up with us in the next I know a lot of my issues stem from the fact that I want to bring everybody with me. I don't want to go by myself because I feel if I feel like if I'm going by myself, I'm leaving someone behind. But the reality was the people at the bottom of the mountain still experienced the glory of God. They were still able to see the cloud, you know, descend upon the mountaintop and they were still able to feel his presence. So I think for me, it was the reality of understanding that there are times where God is going to elevate us, but the more he pushes us up in a season, the more alone we are. And we have to get comfortable with that stillness, that quietness. And when God knows that he can trust you and he can handle you being up there, then he'll allow you to bring other people there. Um, there was a point where um, they were in battle and Moses is at the mountain. And he's like, hey, God tells him, go to the mountain and you sit there and you hold up your staff. And as long as you hold up your staff, you know, you guys will win the battle. Well, you know, his his hands got tired. His arms were tired. You know, an entire battle, it doesn't last moments. It lasts days, you know, weeks. And he had people there with him. He had Aaron. Um, he had elders with him that were able to hold up his arms when his arms got tired. And I realized that there are a lot of times where we forget that we need to have people who are willing to hold our arms up. You know, not people who are willing to say, oh yeah, girl, go do this. Oh yeah, go do that. But somebody who's willing to take the reins from you when you're struggling, somebody who's willing to push when you're, you don't want to push, somebody who's willing to fight when, when you don't have anything left. So I kind of had to reexamine my circle. Look who was real, look at who was really, you know, ready and willing to fight for me. And not just for me, but for my salvation, because you never want to be in a situation where everyone around you is taking from you in order to learn more from God. You want people pouring into you, people who give you that peace and that serenity. And um, I, you know, I let God speak that word. Literally, I was laying in my bed and I was just typing and I was like, oh, 
that happened. And I was just like, oh, okay, God, well, you commanded my fingers in this moment. I'm going to let you command my fingers in every moment. I'm going to let you command my words, my thoughts, my mindset. And when I tell you, I thought he was going to speak a lot. He didn't. And I was like frustrated. I was like, so God, I told you you could have it. What you going to do with it? And in that moment, I realized that words don't have to be said for him to speak. And he spoke through me in different ways. You know, my presence in situations over the last month has blessed people. And I've been able to just be present and supportive of people who I didn't even know needed me. Um, So I think for me, it's the willingness to be used. And the last thing that really just stood out to me and I was like, okay, God, this, this is good stuff. Um, I was struggling with engagement and I really wanted to get people involved because in my heart, I believe that Bible study is a place where people connect, where they ask questions, where they develop themselves and where they grow. And I didn't see a lot of interaction. I haven't seen a lot of interaction. I've seen a lot of people delivering a word to the people and the people going home with it. And I was just like, man, well, where is the conversation? Where is the dialogue? Because, you know, even Jesus spoke to the disciples in parables, but he walked with them and he lived a life with them and he showed them the way there's not a lot of, you know, that sisterhood, brotherhood, leading people, showing them the way, having conversations with people, breaking bread with people to help build that relationship and help them show, help them see who God is. You know, there's, you do that with your family, but we're not doing that with the people who really need it the most. So I was trying to figure out ways to engage people. And then I was like, I remember this game. (laughs) So um, the game was pretty simple. You would just put objects in the center of the table and you would sit around the table. And I did this in college. I can't believe we did this, but you would take those things and you would pull them out. And one person will pull them out and say, I would pull out uh, some vitamins, right? They would be really random things. And I'd pull out the vitamins and I would have two minutes to give a sermon, per se, um, on the vitamins. And I would say, you know, God is our vitamin. You know, he is the one who provides all of our nutrients. We get those nutrients from the word. And every day that we miss our, our, our daily dose of those nutrients, we're missing something. You know, just something quick to, to remind people that you can see God in all things. So I was like, all right, cool. God was like, go find a picture, do it. I did not want to find that picture because I felt like, you know, a lot of people would see that as me making God out to be a joke. You know, it's a game, it's fun. But I realized, you know, our God has a sense of humor. He laughs. Like he has a sense of humor. I find it hard to believe that God can create so many comedic personalities and so many people who are fun and loving and happy and not have a sense of humor. So I was like, all right, God, I'll do it. So I posted it and it was a picture of a water slide with rainbow stripes. Like that's how simple it was. And I posted it and people responded. And every single person who responded 
saw a different message, got a different message from God, was able to release a completely different word from one picture. And I was just like, God, this is so amazing. Like you speak to people in the way that they need to hear you. You don't speak to people in one way. And I think that's, you know, where we get mixed up in, in God and Christ. And we're just like, God has only one way to deliver the word. And that's not the case because if it was so, we wouldn't be able to look at one thing and see it a thousand different ways and my mind was just blown because I realized that's how how the world is you know we look at people different ways but God sees us as amazing his children he sees us as awesome he he sees us as his masterpiece and you know we see things differently but the reality is when we look at his word he gives us what we need and you may look at a scripture or a verse and and get something totally different than I get but understand what you get and what I get are not any different they're what's right okay like yes they are not the same message but they came from the same God and that's all that matters so I know there are times like you'll be sitting in a um sermon you'll be sitting there talking and just like you know that this word is not for me take some time in that service and just dig deep into the word that 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 preacher or pastor is speaking from and spend some time with yourself and say you know god i didn't get anything from you know the sermon today But I know that you were trying to speak to me. So reveal to me what you wanted me to hear from this. Go back into that word. Dig in and say, God, I'm I'm struggling, but I want to hear you. And, you know, it says, seek you first the kingdom of God. And then all these things will be added to you. You know, sometimes going in the building is not enough. Sometimes listening to a sermon is not enough. Most of the time it's asking God to reveal what he wants you to hear. So, you know, I just pray that God opens our ears today. And that the more he opens our ears, the clearer we see the path that God has for us. And I thank you for listening today. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Um, This month, we're really going to do some fun things. And I'm actually going to use the next few weeks to take some items that my friends decide um and we're gonna use them to learn about god in new ways and and talk about the symbols in the bible and just really try to dig deep in a fun way so if you have some ideas if you have a thought process if you have an object that you want us to use let me know Um, send us a message on Instagram at I am administer, or you can um, find us on Facebook in the group at spiritual sticky notes. So thank you again and have a great day.